up? You are now listening to the Limitless Experience with Eric. This is a recap for The Shy, Season 5, Episode 8, titled Sweet Thing. I got Ruth with me. I got Dabs with me. How you doing today, ladies? Hey. All right. So where are we starting today, ladies? The colors everybody was wearing. Color of love, supposedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that. Because remember, we had Christmas in July, and now we got Valentine's Day in August. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, this was was a very pink and red episode. Yeah. Yeah, I did think that was like pink, red, and white. Yeah. 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 So, it started with um, Victor's red and white outfit when he went to Fatima and she had her pink on. Yeah. And then... Um, Jada and Darnell mm-hmm. with their pinks and the whites and the yeah whatever yeah, yeah I and like I think them. they had on pink pants too I think mm. and then Tiff had on the white yeah. with red too yeah with the I white think, the white hoodie and the the, the, the red and the red thing underneath yeah. yeah I can't remember what Keisha was wearing what was Keisha wearing I don't remember yeah. uh, I don't think she was wearing too much of anything because she had a spa day she might have had a white robe on yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, I think even um, Rob, what did Rob, I feel like Rob had something. I think so he was in white, maybe. Yeah, so everybody had some something. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. in that very beginning scene, did you guys think that Victor was getting something for Fatima, or did you think it was for Tiara? We discussed this. I think we were trying to work out the order mm. instead. So what we were trying to discuss was, who did he pick up the card for first and mm-hmm. then decide to get the second one for? Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, are we getting one for his fake girlfriend? And I was like, let me get Fatima one. Or was it Fatima? And then for sure, he was like, yeah, let mm-hmm. me not forget. I don't know. I think from what ended up happening after of him going to Fatima's house, I think it was for Fatima to make amends for him wiling yeah, the out. the first one. Yeah, the first one. For him wiling out, then he was just like, oh, damn, I've got dinner plans with my fake girlfriend. I should probably bring one, too. What do you mean, wiling out? How was he wiling out? No wiling out, but, like, as in, obviously, she was mad because he was mad. She got to get over it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But, like, he knew he kind of had, like, he had to go and do what he did in terms of, like, yeah... I'm sorry, I was upset, blah, blah, blah. So I feel like that's what the first card was for, to be like, oh, yeah, let me go and be romantic. And it was just like, I got dinner plans, I got obligations, mm-hmm. so let me go and cover my back as well. Mm-hmm. So when I take notes, right, I don't take notes after the show. I take notes as they're happening. So okay. one thing I had written down before it actually went down was will Tiara make a move on Shad? Um, I, I where did, like, where did he get that from? Because I was a bit confused. So remember when he said um, he was talking to, uh, Shad was talking to Victor, and um, he pretty much told him, he said something to him that was like very, I guess, appealing to Tiara, and she and, and she kind of gave him like a look that like made her made it appear as though she was interested in him. But do you think she likes Victor and Victor's not really giving her the airplay? So she's like, I'm just going to go for the person giving me attention. Because at one point, I thought she was interested in Victor. I thought she seemed so. like. Yeah, mm-hmm. she no, was it definitely appeared that way. But 
this episode, because this kind of threw me for a loop, like this episode, they just made it seem as though she had some type of affection for Shad. And it was um, so random. Like, yeah, very it's... random. Very random. And also, um, Shad telling her she looks good enough to eat. Like, on Valentine's Day, with your chicken in the next room, dog? Like, that's way out of pocket. Yeah. But he seems like he mildly likes social cues a lot. Like, yeah, but I feel like he said that. But in my head, I didn't think, why would you say that? I thought he was just talking to his boy, saying, you know, I don't know. Like, I didn't think anything of it initially. But yeah, I guess because I feel like Shard seems like that kind of person. Yeah, I think that's what I mean. When I say missing social cues, like he seems like that type of guy that will say something and you'll be like, you know, that's inappropriate, right? He'll be like, what? Why? I'm just being friendly, dog. Yeah. Like, I think he just seems like that friendly dude that will tell anyone on the street that they're looking good. Yeah. While he's holding his girlfriend's hand. <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> well. <laughs> that yeah, was just a little while. I didn't. I didn't even realize she was there. I thought she was downstairs. Yeah, I thought she was in a different room, but overheard. Yeah. I but think she overheard. If she was it, stood yeah. right next to him. That's nuts. Yeah, no, I think she was in his. No, room. she was right next in the next room. Yeah, okay. but if she was in the next room, like, then that's not. Canon. I feel like because of the way. He, I think because of the way he feels about her, in a way, it's almost like. I don't know. Like I didn't take it the way she took it, mm. but I'm not her, so I get it. Like I'm watching the scenario, and I'm and, and I'm like, he really likes this chick, so I don't think he would purposely say anything that would jeopardize their relationship. But and you know, like you're saying, if that was my man, maybe I wouldn't be so happy with him. You know, discussing. I don't know. It's really strange. Maybe I, I'd need to be in that position first before I. Yeah, no, I, I felt know. I felt where she was coming from though. I just didn't like the fact that she said she pretty much made hunt made him who he is. Yeah. Like she said, if it wasn't said? for me, yeah. she said if it wasn't for me, the girls won't be looking at you anyway. Like she's like pretty much like she stepped up. She uh, mm. she made him better pretty much. Mm. Okay, well, I and didn't even that, that shady toast where she wanted him to like confess his undying love or like give her like a cookie or something, and was pissed off because he didn't pick up on that. Because like when it was like, oh yeah. Like a toast to women that make you better, and he went away. And she was just like, "Why aren't you kissing my feet?" Was this at dinner? Yeah, like at oh. dinner, that was like doing the toast where um, when Tia was obviously talking about like um, her and Victor, and uh, because obviously Shard nearly slipped that they're a farce. Yeah. Um, and then it was just like, yeah, it's the women that make you better, and it was like, okay, so you bought him a suit. And made him pretend in front of his family. Like right. I get, obviously, like she showed, she showed him love and grace and all of that stuff. But even that was yeah, like, had to throw it in his face. Yeah, but I kind of, kind of saw it coming. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I, I didn't think this connection was completely genuine. She kind of gave me, she was gonna bougie up on him at some mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. So and I thought they had the best relationship. Remember, I kept giving them. You know, kept giving them their flowers, thinking that in the entire shy, their relationship was the best. Mm. Um, I think it was built off the fact that he was so grateful to have her. Like, although obviously he did stand up for himself, that like, okay, cool, I've been to prison, but like, I can still show you love and all of that stuff. I think there is still gonna be that like self esteem aspect of the dating pool be like smaller for an ex con. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I feel like it was based off of the fact that he was like, oh my God, you're showing me all these amazing new things. Mm-hmm. Like, like Princess Jasmine and Aladdin, I can show you a whole new world. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. Is that is that a breakup or is that is this a small argument? Like, what do you guys it's probably think? Probably a small argument, but after what's happened afterwards, I don't mm-hmm. know. That's going to be a bit tricky. Mm-hmm. So it was probably just the. She stormed off, probably hoping he'll come and beg. And I don't know what's going to happen next, you know? Yeah. I feel like she's going to, like, humble herself and come and be like, okay, I'm sorry, you know, I shouldn't have said these things. And he's going to be like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what he's going to say. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, he did kiss, he did kiss Tiara back. Yeah. yeah. The whole thing is just weird. I just don't understand. I feel like if she had the choice to have Victor, would she prefer that i don't know like what's going on with her i thought she i mean she, she probably she's lost wasn't she sleeping with Rosalind? yeah no, i guess she's probably, she probably by her but it's just the whole thing's a little bit confusing to me because i do feel like she does if it was victor maybe i don't know i really felt she might have liked victor so that whole turn of events is really i'm i'm kind of still trying to catch up with that like i don't know why that happened Right, right. I mean, she should have left, by the way, because hadn't Victor already left to go see Fatima? What was she still doing in the crib? Well, oh. Yeah. She was just Wait, had he? Yeah, she wasn't going to do that with him in the house. Right. True. She Victor had left to go see Fatima. She was still in the crib, and she invites herself down to the basement to go, to go see Shy, like... I think it just shows how much Victor doesn't care. So it's just like, anyway, this is nice. Like she knows he's, gonna bounce. She knows he's obviously texting somebody else. So, you know, she's like, okay, cool. I'm just going to do what I want to do. But I feel like her and Shard is just really random. Very random. Like, I would have never saw that coming. Would have never expected it. But but do you think that will evoke some kind of emotion from Do you know what Victor? I was going to say? Exactly yeah, that. like, he's I gonna... feel like. He kind of seems, mistake. you know, like typical men. It's like they don't care till they they see somebody else is playing with their toy, and it's like, mm. oh, actually, no, maybe because I do. no, because we already know who Victor truly wants. So I don't think no. that would well, matter. Yeah, there's what he truly wants, but maybe he didn't realize he liked Tierra either. No, I don't even think it'll be from that aspect. I think it's going to be similar to the way he reacts with the whole Jake thing of yo, how can you be like pushing up on my woman when it's like she's she's my beard near enough? Do you know what I mean? Like she. She is the cover story for my political career. So mm-hmm. if anyone can okay, so kissing... Okay, from that viewpoint, I can see that because Victor does care more about, you know, um, his persona as a councilman or a potential councilman. So from that, yeah. that standpoint, yes, he may have a negative reaction. But as far as, you know, truly caring about Tierra, I don't think he does, to be honest. No, okay. No, I don't think so. I think it will be purely just a case of I've been trying so hard to keep this political career together. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He's not trying that hard. Well, he is, but he's... He's, he's, doing, he's inconveniencing yeah. himself significantly. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But it's like, yeah, it'll be like... Because say if Shard and um, Deja were to like break up and he was to decide he actually like likes Tierra... He'll just be like, dude, like, of all the women in Chicago, find another one. (laughs) No, he would just have to not show up at any of these engagements, the speaking engagements or whatever engagements that Victor has, and they can keep that on the low. 
Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. It depends how serious his political career gets. Because it's like, you say keep it on the low, but it depends how in the public eye she gets and how much she's being followed by, like, journalists. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I guess. I guess. I mean... Well, we only have two reps, so I don't know how yeah, much that's going to develop. So. Yeah. That's true. I don't think this will be an ongoing storyline for next season, if there is one, because we still haven't heard, you know, confirmation on whether there will or won't be. But I think whatever's happening now will be settled within the next two episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So let's move on to Tiffany. And, um, you know, speaking of being confused yeah. and not knowing what each other wants, like, what do you guys think about Tiffany right now? She's getting on my nerves. Yeah, she, I think she is not realizing that. I feel like Rob is a really secure guy because most guys would have been like, I'm not dealing with this shit. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't know what you want, I'm going to give you that space. Um, and even throughout her that, like her tantrums, he's still like showing her that love. You know, when he said that thing about, I don't need a day to show you or to appreciate you, I appreciate you every day. He's, you know, he's being for real. He treats mm-hmm. if like it is Valentine's Day every day. So technically he doesn't need that day, but she's really sulking and she's given the vibe that she's jealous. And, you know, if I was the guy, I would think you want your ex back. So mm-hmm. he's actually a very secure guy because most guys would have potentially just called it off and just said, when you know what you want, let me know. And he's still, you know, he's still by her side, even though she's still, you know, she's, I don't know, she's acting up, I guess. Yeah, and I'm surprised. I don't know. I'm I'm not really sure what to think about Rob's stance on the situation. But if he was my brother, I'd be like, I get it, you know. Um, and I feel like it's just I kind of I do understand where Tiff is coming from as well because I could imagine being her and thinking I can change this guy. This girl's come from nowhere she, and been able to do it. She didn't really come from nowhere though. What do you mean? When I say from nowhere, not like that. But I mean in the sense that. You feel as if you're not good enough, but sometimes I think it's just alignment rather than. But he's matured though. That was over the years. Um, how many seasons are we in? Like Emmett was immature, right? And... Yeah, and that's what said alignment. Like he's just in a better place now. And exactly. Had she not left so prematurely, she Correct. might have got that that Emmett that she's looking for. But she didn't. She kind of did what most girls do. She kind of overreacted. No, I don't think she overreacted. Actually, that's a lie. Let me take it back. She didn't overreact, but she didn't. Um, she should have given it time, and she mm-hmm. should have said, "Let's take a break. Not mm-hmm. break up. Not file for divorce. Let's take a break. Let me have a breather, and then we can come back." But she kind of just went on a deep end and started doing this whole "I want to sleep with everybody," <laughs> then moves in with this guy. So she made all these hasty decisions then forced him into another situation because it was like, well, you know, you've made your choice. So I don't really have a choice in the matter because you've made all the decisions and then now you're mad? Come on, like, it's mm. annoying, you know. And, and I'm proud of the fact that Emmett didn't, didn't fall for what she was. She, it's basically like she just wanted to prove to Keisha that he changed because Keisha was like, no, but he's changed. And I think she went over there to prove to Keisha that he hadn't changed. Yeah. I don't even I don't even know if she really wants it. Man. I feel like it's just that thing of it's, it might be an ego thing. A hundred percent. I think again, it's that whole thing of I guess she's taking it all personally, and obviously it's hard not to, but it's like 
oh, there's no way he will change for you. Do you know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. this is just who he is. And I'm just going to prove that this is just who he is. Because I think, unfortunately, the way she'll look at it, unlike, like, the reality is, it's probably just that he's matured in himself. And he's just had to, like, grow in himself to be a better person. But she's going to look at it as, oh, I just wasn't worth being faithful for. I just wasn't worth, like, yeah. and I think it's another thing where, obviously, like, she's had his whole baby. And at times she's had to force him to even look after that baby. But he's just like, oh, yeah, I'm holding Rani while she goes to the spa. Yeah. It's like, that yeah. baby that ain't yours. Like, yeah, so I kind of get, you know, Tiff is not wrong for feeling how she's feeling, but she's wrong for behaving in that way. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like... Yeah, but remember in the beginning, before Emmett and Keisha got together, it was almost like Tiffany was trying to intentionally hurt Emmett's feelings by just yeah. being very dismissive of what he was saying. She didn't care. Remember, she was going with the... She was talking to the... Um, what, did, what was he, a rapper or something? The other guy from last season. You know what I mean? That she was yeah. selling weed to, her and um, Dom, right? She was she was kicking it with him, right? And then she meets uh, the, the, the big homie who is now, who is Rob. And it was just like, no matter what Emmett said to her, he was pleading with her and she just wouldn't care. She's just very dismissive of his feelings. And now yeah. that Emmett is like, oh, I don't care. The same shit that you were doing to hurt my feelings before no longer hurt my feelings. And now I'm moving on. Emmett said, Emmett even said this, I moved on just like you did. You moved in with Rob and didn't tell me. Now Keisha's moving in and you got to deal with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think she's obviously she's selfish. realizing that she's, I don't say regret. I feel like she's realizing that she might have been hasty. Yeah. And had she taken her time with the situation, there was a possibility. Because as you said, it's not just this season, last season too. You know, he spent a while trying to beg for her yeah. affection yes. back. And now it's like, you know, she's realizing in her actions that it was just all to, I feel like a lot of things she did was just to spite him and hope that he'd hurt. Exactly. And as long as she was happy and he wasn't, then she was she winning. Was cool. yeah. And exactly. now it's like, you're still happy in the sense that you, you've got somebody who wants to make you happy, but you're not looking at your plate. You're looking at somebody else's mm. a plate that you decided you don't want anymore, which is very silly. But, you know, it's not. But I think this is the thing. I think after she kind of gave up on their marriage or whatever, she didn't want him to grow because then I guess that would invalidate her decision. It's like, I left this useless man because he's always going to be useless. And now she's turned around and she's just like, oh, you're not useless anymore. That's not part of the plan. Like, you're meant to be this trifling man that I can say, oh, look, I'm onto bigger and better things. And it's just like, oh, now you're stepping up, you're owning a business, you're looking after somebody else's child, you're a good father. I can't tell. This this isn't a retribution story. Yeah, Yeah, like you're saying, him, like, basically, like, if he was still where he was, like you're saying, it would validate that her decision was the right decision. Mm -hmm. And obviously right now, she's feeling like she might might have made the wrong decision. Yeah, now you're this person living with, like, obviously he's making his money in that, but essentially you're living with a drug dealer, and nobody really, loves her though. Not no, he loves her, her but like I think I'm just talking about how it sounds you know what I mean just status quo like telling the story yeah it's like you you moved up moved to the drug dealer well she's a drug Polly dealer too so well, that's true but like and it's just like he's building this like wholesome home his girls in college he owns a business they're looking yeah. after their kids and minding their business yeah so it's like you know the ideal family setting mm. Um, so yeah, I kind of, it kind of pissed me off when she, when she did what she did. Though I was like, you went to speak to Keisha, 
and then you went straight over to her man's house to try to jeopardize the whole situation. I think I get why she did it, but at the same time, I thought this, you know, you also know that Keisha has been through so much. What do you mean? What do you, whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean you get why she did it? No, I'm saying like <laughs> I get why she did it in the sense that like she's just trying to break them up, but it doesn't mean it's right. But I'm saying she's just doing what she's doing, but I'm saying that it's not fair. It's not fair because it's like as much as she's saying Keisha is her girl, I feel like you also know that your friend has been through a lot. So for her to make that decision to, I don't know. I feel like if you're Tiff, you have to put yourself in Tiff's shoes. No girl wants, and no matter how how friendly you are with the other person, we're all selfish by nature. So she's going to want to put her happiness first. Because in my head, if she had convinced herself that Emmett hadn't changed and he did fall for it, mm-hmm. maybe that would have made her feel better that they're together. Because she'd be like, you know what? I can take him whenever I want, and I mm-hmm. knew he hadn't changed. Mm-hmm. Whereas, obviously, him saying no was that confirmation now. Wow, okay. Yeah. So they what they really have better. is real, and he is really different. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So she definitely would have done like gone taken photographic evidence, fixed it to her, been just like, to enjoy show your spa. Yes, it would have been a thing to just show Keisha that you're wrong. He hasn't changed. And, and, and that speaking of that, like, speaking of that statement, uh, people don't change. You remember when Emmett was talking about his own his father dad. to Keisha and he said, people don't change, right? And yeah. then Tiffany turns around and says that same thing to her. That kind of yeah. looked and then like... And he said it to his dad too. Yeah, that kind of looked like it like really got deep into Keisha once Tiffany said that. Mm. But I'm glad they had the conversation that they had, Tiffany and Keisha. Um, do you think anything was, um, you know, resolved no. by that? Nothing, no, right? No, no. Not in that moment, but I think it's one of those situations with what ended up happening afterwards might force Tiffany to look at the situation differently, differently. and be like, she's trying she's to gonna have to respect. I'm going to have to respect this relationship. Yeah. This is a serious thing. Yeah, I think she's going to have to respect them as a couple. She may not have wanted to before, but yeah. she's now realizing that actually this is more than she realized that it was. Right. And now does Emmett have to, does Emmett have to tell Keisha what happened? Yeah, of course he does. And you know what? I'm glad Darnell said it. And you know, again, I do understand why he didn't want to say it because he was always in trouble because he was always messed up. And mm-hmm. actually what Darnell did make him realise is for once you can tell the truth because you didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to tell the truth and let her know that this is what happened. Because imagine even if he didn't do anything but he didn't tell Keisha, Keisha would be like, Well, why didn't you tell me that she did this? Not because of anything, but it's like why why wouldn't you tell me? You know, Probably because she doesn't friend. want to hurt Keisha. Yeah, but I guess it's like understanding that at this moment she's not really operating like your friend now, if I'm honest. Mm. She might be hurt, but, you know, this is what happened. And if you are in a relationship, there has to be a level of transparency. So, yeah. Yeah. I feel like if anything more, because it's Tiff, if it was like some random chick that tried it, yeah. you can maybe like brush it off and just hope that she just... Mm. Because it's Tiff, it's even worse. Yeah. Because and I think also knowing that, like, Keisha had been trying to make amends with Tiff. Yeah. It's like, yo, I know you're trying to get your homegirl back, but your homegirl's trying to get you back in a different way. Yeah. Like, yeah, they definitely, they're not friends. They can't be friends anymore. There's just too much going on. They, they can't be friends. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking it's a I time think thing. tables are going to turn. I think tables are going to turn where, again, now Tiff is going to have to heal through and move on. She's going to be like, all right, cool, let me try and get my one female friend back. And if he is honest with Keisha about it, Keisha's going to be like, 
I usually try to do this the best way possible, but you grind me, get out of my face. Like, the tables may turn in terms of now Tiff might be like, I need my girl back. And Keisha's going to be like, you know what? Screw you. You're just my man's baby mama. Mm, nah, I don't, I don't. Nah, I mean, I don't think they can be friends anymore. Look, look at Keisha. I feel like now Keisha has the upper hand. At first, I can see why Keisha was a little bit reluctant to tell Tiffany because she was a little bit nervous or uncomfortable with what she did. But yeah. they, Keisha reached out to her and said, we have to talk, right? And initially, mm-hmm. Tiffany wanted to respond by saying, no, I'm enjoying my Valentine's Day. But then she deleted that and texted her, okay, when and where, right? So Keisha's mm-hmm. doing her best to reach out and say, hey, this is what's going on. She was honest with her. She was like, hey, how, what did Tiff ask? How long have you guys been seeing each other or something like that? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like Keisha just wants to be honest with her and, you know, pretty much say, hey, listen, this this is a guy I got feelings for. And it just it just happened to happen that way. But yeah. mm-hmm. even after knowing this, Tiffany still did what she did. So th- there is no more friendship there. That's over. Yeah. I think it's just so difficult. And like I said, everybody's situation tiff was just being a woman she was being emotional and you know he he had hurt her like let's not pretend that emmett didn't hurt her he did but at the same time is that thing of you also have to accept the fact that you made a decision to dissolve your relation your marriage in fact because you felt hard done by and that's fine but then it also comes with the repercussion i think if she even broken it off but she didn't do all this this moving in with rob and just dating all these other people but she was healing that's mm-hmm. different but is the fact that you've had a whole like mm-hmm. i don't know you've had a whole party like literally mm-hmm. you know and you started a whole new relationship a, yeah right? you started a whole new in fact she had more than one she had the guy the other guy before then she got with rob and all while emmett was just waiting for her mm-hmm. you know he let her he was like you do what you have to do to get it out of your system and then you finally decide you're in a relationship with somebody Right. So it's like you have to accept the fact that you made your bed, so now just lying, and and that's it, you know. But obviously, it's going to take time, and I think everybody needs to respect and understand that these things don't happen overnight. Everybody needs to respect each other, and if they need space from each other, then that's what they need to do, mm-hmm. you know. They, I think she's allowed to say, you know what, I'd rather not see. Obviously, Keisha lives with him, and this is his girlfriend. But even if they have to do the handover or the swap over at somewhere around yeah grandma something just until she feels like she's able to kind of Mm. deal with the situation then i think it's fine i think that's the thing i think it's different if they were like flaunting it in their face or like if he sent keisha to go and drop ej off she keeps opening their front door do you know what i mean it's like it's it's hard to avoid if you keep entering our space no i know and so it's like it's different that's what i'm saying it's different if they were like Acting normal, actually, like, rubbing she in doesn't respect the relationship. That's the point I'm trying to make. That she now she might because things have changed. Mm. But I'm saying up until watching this episode, she had no respect for either of them or yeah. the relationship. Do you understand? So I feel like maybe now because she knows it's real, she's gonna have to move differently. Mm. You know, I just wonder if Rob is gonna catch on to the fact. Like, is he gonna find out what she did? You know, so you you didn't see the previews again, did you? No. He does know what happened. What well, have to see it? How did he find They out? showed the previews and um she said to him, I didn't go through with it. 
So then he responded by saying, you didn't go through with it. Or Emmett said he didn't he didn't want to go through with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Mm. So maybe she came up to him and she she was honest because, first of all, why would you be returning home from a a, a conversation with Keisha dressed the way she was dressed? Remember when she That's came what home? I was saying. Yeah, but she, she was wearing the hoodie. Because... She was. Yeah, but what was under the hoodie though? Why are you dressed like that? You don't go. You don't dress like that to go with your girl to go have a conversation with your girlfriend. No, but she had the hoodie on, so I didn't think she... You know, like, because she had the big thing on top of what she was wearing. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I wouldn't... To be honest, I'd dress however I want to dress to go and see whoever, but I feel like... No, I didn't she think was literally it. in large You would you know not what, go and see You know what's funny? I didn't actually... I didn't... You know what? She's been dressing kind of crazy all season, so I... <laughs> I kind of didn't really think anything yeah, of it. But, that was that's, back. but that's nuts. You don't dress like that to meet up with your girlfriends. From the moment she left the house, she had this agenda that she was going Either to Either she came home and changed and they Yes, because that's not, that's not the time she went to go see Keisha. She went to go see Keisha at a different time. She just lied to Rob and said she saw him at that time when she was, in fact, really going to try to seduce Emmett. No, it was all one night. Yeah, it was all one night. It was all one night. She but that wasn't was happened. that what she was that wasn't what she was wearing when she was talking to she Keisha. Was. Was. I, think she she came home. I think she came home. I feel like because remember, I need to rewind it. The house was empty. She, she dropped EJ off with her mama, and obviously Rob was away. So I feel like she went to see Keisha, didn't like the conversation, came back, put on some lingerie, and then went to Emmett's house. Correct. That's what uh, I believe. Yeah, like I don't think she went dressed like that because okay. it wouldn't it wouldn't completely make sense. Like I think could make sense it just wouldn't make a load of sense like do you know what i mean i think it would be that thing of okay you know what i'm gonna speak to that i'm gonna go speak to the bitch and then i'm gonna go seduce her man like i've vindicated like agreeing to see her but i think it's gonna make that more sense like because imagine now the conversation had gone a bit better like i feel like the way her heart was hardened it wouldn't have but it, imagine the conversation had gone a bit better they went to go and like watch tv and it's like well, why are you in that lingerie I mean, I don't know. Maybe like, I missed. Maybe I missed a lot this episode because it's gone over my head. I'm not gonna lie to you. What's I'm going just... over your head? She was dressed like a. I don't even want to say, but that's not how you I dressed. Even, to... You know, I didn't. I don't think I even noticed. I just thought she was wearing. Remember before he left the house, Keisha texted her. I thought she was wearing what she was wearing when she was at home, and then put on a jacket. No, because she she was in like comfy clothes at home. She was in like one cam like camisole and like shorts like normal home clothes when she was at home. She was wearing trousers. Was she? Yeah. No. But that's what I'm saying. She was just normal comfy clothes. Like, it was like sweats or something. They were quite tight. <laughs> that I remember. Anyway, I don't know. Like I said, I, I probably missed quite a bit, to be honest. I just thought she just zipped down her jacket. I didn't really No, but what... as you said, she was wearing trousers and then she was in that booster that barely had any bottoms. Okay. That wasn't the home clothes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There was nothing on the bottom half of that. No idea. Because the hoodie wasn't even that long. All right, so I'm looking at the scene right now. Can Keisha... you tell us what else happened in the previews? Because I feel like we've missed stuff now. To be fair, I can YouTube the preview now. I meant to before we started. <laughs> yeah, Keisha, yeah, Keisha was not wearing the same shit. She was wearing, it looks like she's wearing the pants that go with the hoodie. She's wearing pants while she's talking to Yeah. Keisha. She so was sweats. She wasn't. She was wearing. Wasn't she wearing boots and in in a, in a fucking hoodie with with some? Like, <laughs> come on, man, get out of here. Come on. Um, but in the, in the scenes from the next episode, 
uh, Kev, Kevin's mom, you know Kevin won that money from the, the video game, right? Yeah. So he, he, I think he got it in cash. I thought, I remember we were talking about cryptocurrency, but I think yeah. he won something in cash. So his mother was going through his uh, drawer and she saw the money and she asked Kevin if he's selling dope. <laughs> That's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Rob confronts Tiffany about Emmett. Uh, mm-hmm. Papa and Jake got into an argument because remember, Papa invited, um, and we'll talk about this as well. Papa has Bakari living with him, so of yeah. course mm-hmm. Jake probably feels some type of way. So that was in the preview where Papa said, "You guys weren't there for me." He said, "You weren't there." Kevin wasn't there, so something's happening with that next episode. And then also Duda's back in next episode. Great. Yes. <laughs> I mean, when they're at the end, so they have to come back. Right, exactly. Like, can we see Q one more time? I like his old ass. Like, he's funny. <laughs> yeah. So what do you guys think about Darnell proposing to Jada all of these years later? I think it's sweet. Like... I do think it's sweet. Obviously, they haven't had the cleanest past and all that, but I do think ultimately it is sweet. He is trying to make amends for his again alignment. The, the, the thing is alignment. Same with Emmett. Alignment. They're just in the right place to do this. Yeah. And I think isn't it? It just took me back to Swade proposing to her and her just not having that reaction. To his proposal, mm-hmm. and she proposed to twice this season. Yeah, so it's like, well, not really. He didn't get to propose. She found the ring, so he didn't actually get. Yeah, to but propose. like she had two men ready. Yeah, so it just made me now. laugh that it's like with the right person, you will. Well, right person at the right time, of course, you will accept because Swade was going to propose, and she had no excitement for that, mm. you know. And then Darnell does, and it's like, wow, okay. You know, and I, and I love the the fact that Darnell is still kind of, I guess, apologizing for all these things that he did wrong, but she's kind of giving him grace. Like, she's she's kind of doing what Keisha is doing to Emmett, where, you know, Emmett knows he's messed up a lot of times, and Keisha's like, it's cool, like, mm. you're growing, blah, blah. And I kind of, and I feel she's doing the same with Darnell, where he's done so much, but she seems to have so much patience for him at the moment if that makes sense and she's very like it's fine don't worry it was 20 years ago yeah. you know we're indifferent so I, I like that yeah I like that and I definitely think it's gonna be it you know it's more likely to be successful he seems to be a hundred percent in yeah you know yeah and, and the fact that he asked Emmett as well that's his son but you know normally no, why would you go and ask? It's, it's not even like just her child; it's both their child. Yeah. Right? You had to get. What did he say? I got, I got Emmett's blessing, dude. Yeah. It's, that's your own son, and you're marrying his mother. Like, yeah, but I, I think it also goes to show that he's having that respect. He's given yeah. Emmett that respect that he knew that he couldn't be the man that she needed all these years, and the only man that has been in her life is her son. And he had to ask somebody, and he did. Yeah. You know, no, definitely. I so. like that he gave Emmett that respect. Yeah. Yo, I know I wasn't the man of the house the way I should have been. So you had to be the man in your mum's life. And now I'm telling you that I'm here. I'm better and I'm willing to now take up that role. But I need to let you know first. Yeah. Because it's the same way that... Um, Sway? Sway. Obviously, Sway. like, they, like, told him when they were, like, bowling or something. Because that's why Emmett knew he was going to propose. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Yeah. yeah, Emmett knew he was going to propose. So it was yeah. the same way that it's like, if you're going to marry Jada, the person you need to speak to is Emmett. 
Right, right, and right. True. Although it's like, I know I'm your father, but I know I've not really been a father. Yeah, it's accountability. Like, he's taking accountability for his lack of whatever you want to call it. Mm. And it just shows that it's a well-thought-out process. He yeah. didn't just decide and then just do what he wants. He took the right steps to get to Jada. Yeah. And, and I think that's important. Yeah. And the fact mm-hmm. it led to, like, another, like, a conversation where, like, Emmett, it's just like, I know you're my dad and we're building this relationship and I love you, but I don't completely have faith in this. Yeah. Like, the fact it even led to a bit of doubt. Like, because most people, if their dad was just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to marry your mom, like, okay, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Don't need a talk. But, like, it was just like, no, there are real problems here and I need to know that you're not going to hurt her. And so he, although that's his son, he still knew that I have to prove this to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You said everything I wanted to say, so um, <laughs> yeah, I have no critique on Gemma because I don't know, I don't know what to say. I don't know the feeling of losing a child. Yeah. I just feel bad for her, you know what I mean. Like, what do you guys think yeah. about that? Like, it's almost like she's she's unintentionally being mean to Jake, and I feel like she truly can't control her emotions at this time. And all Jake wants to do is be nice like she's not going back to school but she told jake go to school i don't want you to be late and he turned around and he thought about it. he's like nah forget about that and i'm staying here with you you know what i mean like jake is d- doing everything he can to make her feel better and she actually said i don't know if anything will make me feel better so um you know like from 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 a woman's point of view what do you ladies think what does she need time i don't know yeah Time is all. She, yeah. yeah, that's it. Really. She's made yeah. it clear that there's nothing he can do, but he's also doing the right thing by not yeah, by not. showing her that he's there for yeah. her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess he just has to kind of take it. But I also feel like sometimes people forget men also do have, you know, we, yeah, women will carry and stuff like that. But as he said, I I feel shit too. Um, so I guess it's kind of hard because she can't necessarily be there for him at this moment because she's feeling her own feelings but i also uh, respect the fact that he is showing that he can even if it's just being there for her to punch emotionally a little bit Mm -hmm. just so i think time is probably the only thing that will help her to get to where yeah she needs to get to that's literally it there's nothing else yeah let me ask you ladies a stupid question and i'm not asking you this because this is what i think I'm asking this just because I want to have a conversation about it. Let's okay. say you you don't have any children, right? You don't you you've never had kids before and you're about to have your first child and mm-hmm. unfortunately you have a miscarriage, right? Mm-hmm. How soon again do you attempt to have another child and will that make you feel better about the loss of the first child? Um, I feel like sorry. Sorry, based on people that I know who have been in that situation, um, you know, like I have friends who have and have literally got straight back on the horse mm-hmm. and done it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I did ask. I think I did ask one of them, does it? But I think it depends on, first of all, how far along you are. And as you said, whether you've got kids and that's your first child or not. I don't think you ever forget, but maybe the th- being able to focus on the fact that you have this new life. I don't know if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. it might bring you a bit of comfort. Mm-hmm. Not doesn't take it away, but you still have something else to focus on. Do you know what I mean? So you won't forget, but 
you, it's almost like you feel, I mean, they call them like a rainbow baby. So yeah. it's like if you've lost a baby and then you have another one after that, whatever. Mm. A rainbow like, baby. Okay. That's that's what it's called. Yeah, that's like a child after a loss. Yeah. Oh, wow. I never knew but that. The, yeah. So mm. I feel like, you know, I guess everybody's different, but I do feel like, like, you know, I did have a friend who did like pretty much within a few weeks was like, yeah, I'm back on, mm-hmm. you know, back on trying. And she did have another one. Um, so... Yeah, she's got. She's focusing on. She she has like two now, but mm-hmm. the point is, like it, it kind of helped her to focus on what she was dealing with. Doesn't mean she's forgotten what happened, but I guess because it was so soon, it's like she had to then focus on what was happening rather than what's happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because yeah, basically, all I was going to say is I feel like that's a very subjective question. Yeah, mm-hmm. like depending on the structure. So like if. The baby you lost was planned. If you are actually planning babies, your relationship. Yeah. Like, again, um, like we said, how far along you were when you lost the first baby. Because I feel like, I know obviously none of it is easy, but like, I feel like a stillborn and like a miscarriage and like early are very different things. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like having to like birth a baby. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like there's just a lot of factors that would like play into it. But I think obviously in terms of like Gemma and Jake's, it was one big oopsie and they're kind of in a really weird crossroads in their life. So I think it would be kind of strange for them to try again, but grief does things to people. I did say that to you. I was like, I hope they're getting stupid ideas. <laughs> yeah, like grief does things to people where it's a bit like, oh yeah, you know, we had this connection, we need to like rebuild it. But I don't think it would like make sense for them to try for another baby and obviously like i do get like i feel like their curiosity where she was just like oh do you think we're gonna have kids in the future is a natural curiosity but it should stay in the future Mm -hmm. um this if anything maybe this should encourage them to be a little bit more careful of what they're doing now um so that like they're more stable when they're in this situation again so to speak i don't know also, um, another question kind of related to that. How how soon into the pregnancy do you start thinking of, like, baby names? Like, I don't even know if they found out what the sex of the baby was. You know what I mean? No. No, I don't think so. I think she was really early on. And I think that just depends on the type of person you are. Some people think of baby names before they even have a baby. I wasn't like, interested until, I think, like, like, much later, to be honest. <laughs> like, some people know their baby names before they even have get pregnant and mm. they were like I've always wanted his name when I was a child and mm. I right. didn't really think that's it. Mm. Yeah, I feel like that's kinda like yeah, again it depends on the type of person you are. Like I'm someone who's like thought of a lot of baby names and then I'm like someone else is gonna have an input. So this may all go out the window. But like, yeah, no, trust me, it does go out <laughs> But like I, I I know what I would like to name my children if I get my way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But, like, yeah, like, I think, again, it depends the type of person you are and, again, the circumstances of the pregnancy. I feel like, again, if you've been trying for years mm-hmm. and, like, you struggled, then, you like, you, in your head you might be like, yeah, no, I know what their hospital outfit's going to be. Do you know what I mean? Because you've just spent so much time thinking about it. But if it's like a, I was living my life, I never really considered children, and then you end up pregnant, you're like, oh, okay, baby stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, that. But, um, yeah, like, I think it depends on the type of person you are. Like, a lot, some people are a lot more, like, naturally consider themselves to be maternal than mm-hmm. other people. 
And this is Bakari's fault, right? Yes, I think that's the thing. Like, definitely, I think the chain of events, definitely, if there is anyone to blame, it is Bakari. Um, I think the only other people you can blame are these nameless, faceless people that physically trampled on her. Um, yeah. But obviously, yeah. we're in a fight. Right? It, w- right. it wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for Bakari. Yeah. Or if he would have got patted down by security. Yeah, that too. But obviously, security is who was fighting. I think it would be different if security were like lax and they just let him through and he had beef with like a rival gang or someone mm-hmm. like random. But it was security he had beef with and that's kind of how he went under the radar. And now we know why he had beef with them. They wanted to pat him down and he was holding the gun. Right, so he just right. caused this big old scene to slip by. Right. And he did. And that's, that's exactly why we're in this situation. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Well, that sucks, man. I mean, she. we found out about her pregnancy and then it was really, really soon for her to have the miscarriage. Um, mm. I mean, I could have, I, I could have foreseen her going full term and having a baby because that's, that's what's happening with a lot of young kids, and that's been happening for a long time. So that kind of threw me, and um, like I said, I feel bad for Gemma. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about Kevin and Simone? I think they're growing on me. Like the star thing was cute. Like disgusting. I- <laughs> don't be a grinch like i think it's one of those ones where he's taken the time to actually listen and understand her and everyone's looking around thinking this girl's a weirdo she but, like, is he's, like, she's she's not mainstream but okay. yeah like i think i'd like he's taken the time to listen to her find out what she likes and it was a case of, I know she's not someone who's going to enjoy me buying her Louboutins, so mm-hmm. I named Sarah after her. Mm-hmm. And that means the world to her. And I think that's really sweet. Like, I think that's really sweet, and I really hope that they last. And I think the same way she shows up to his video game stuff, like, most girls would be like, you're an e-athlete? What kind of rubbish is that? Mm-hmm. Play basketball. Mm-hmm. But he- she supports him. He's taking the time to understand her and kind of support what she's interested in. I think they don't judge each other, and I think that's beautiful. Yeah. I like the fact that she was just like my grandma, so we have to have the door open. So, she's <laughs> so you know, it shows, like, she's, you know, I don't know. She's, she's got, I'm not saying that unlike Gemma. The she's contrast. somebody's daughter. Yeah. Well, I mean, so Gemma, but yeah. you see, they're different rules. Yeah. Gemma could have her door shut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, do you guys want to see Bakari and uh, Lene get together, or do you think Bakari doesn't deserve happiness because of what he did? I think he deserves happiness. I think everybody deserves happiness. And maybe if he experiences happiness, he might stop acting stupid. Possibly, you know, I, feel like I can see that. People, that is true. Yeah, sometimes people just need love, and unfortunately, you know people are quick to take away the love they give you sometimes mm-hmm. and maybe by having somebody that might make him think a little different mm-hmm. like he doesn't feel like he has anything to lose mm-hmm. so he just does but if he has something for himself and he feels like wow okay i have my own thing that might influence like even with papa i do like his relationship with papa because 
Papa can't make him do anything, but he does make him think. He's like, okay, I'm going to need you to do this. On the end, apologize like, to Jake and Gemma. Yeah, and he's like, you know what, fine, I'll think about it. So he has a friend that's a bit more of a positive influence. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? So I feel like he just needs structure and he just needs love. That's it. You know, yeah. So him and Lene, I think they both need love, if I'm very honest with you. See, okay, and that's kind of coming up. Sorry, devil advocate, I... I... Maybe not feel like from each other, but they do need it. No, no, definitely. And I don't disagree with that. I think Lene needs more stability and structure than Bakari can offer at the moment. I feel like she's got enough she's problems. Got Kevin and the lot. She's not going to go she, and Bakari. No, she, she, she does. But I think, again, I don't know. I think to be romantically involved with someone is, is a big, like, do you know what I mean? That they take up a big space in your life. And mm-hmm. so I think, I and I think if anything, it just puts her in that awkward position. Like Papa, he's exactly like her brother. Exactly, which is what she needs to run away from. Well, she does, but she like she's more likely fast. to understand him. She's then. been put into this like again. If Dre is successful in like obviously being able to like keep her legally at least for a period of time or whatever, like as we kind of established, them not getting to their like late teens. So maybe she's like seventeen ish. So by 18, she'll, you know what I mean? She'll be an adult, can kind of do what she likes. But I think it is that whole thing where she's now kind of been brought into this kind of like stable home, this, that, and the other. She doesn't need dead weight like Bakari. Like, I feel like, no, I, no think... I agree. But I'm just saying that she's more likely to understand him because she understood her brother. And I feel like Bakari needs a level of understanding. He can't just get with a Gemma or with a... With, do you know what I mean? You he say never, that, but I can't lie to you. Jake was a Bakari. Like, really. and he got with Jake was never a Bakari. Jake was, don't get me wrong, he was used to that kind of environment, but Jake had trig at one point. Like, Jake was like rough around the edges, but he was not Bakari level. Yeah, he yeah, wasn't, he wasn't like that. That's true. He yeah, was he was. But I think that's my point. I think I'm saying that it's not like you say he can't just it's get with a gem. But it's like Jake in previous seasons was rolling around with gangs and holding guns and things you know what i mean yeah, but like, i still don't think it's bakari level i feel like jake has never jake, to uh, be like that he wouldn't have been he's always had friends like kevin and papa so as much as you say yeah, that, he's he had has those levels good enough friends. so as much as he did have that side he had the other side to balance about bakari yeah. has had neither so i'm only saying i'm not saying it's right no i'm just saying that maybe she might be able to appeal yes i get in her it's not in her best interest yeah but it's in Bakari's. Yeah, it's in his interest. It's not in her interest. And I think for me, she just has enough going on and she's had enough volatility. And I think especially even just for, say, men in her life, like with her brother getting incarcerated and leaving her, it seems like her parents are just non-existent. I think she's had enough instability to add someone so volatile into her life. Like she's only just got that stability of being with like Kevin's family and having that base, and even that is very shaky at the moment because child services are trying to take her away. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they can probably relate to each other. I feel like they have a lot in common, and yeah. sometimes people are comfortable with people. But I think my point is that it's like Bakari's still a bit of a loose cannon. She now starts getting involved in this crap. It's like, oh, you're fighting to stay in this environment, and you're trying to prove it's a good influence on you, and you're in his bullshit. Do you know what I mean? But like it's the same with Papa being his friend. It's like no, but too- Papa's situation is fragile. Papa lives with his father, and I guess obviously he can get in trouble. But my point is that if Lene gets in any crap with Bakari, it could literally affect her future. It could affect her future. It could affect her living situation. She could end up in as a ward of the state. 
because you want to chase a boy. Like, that's true. She's young, so I guess she's made silly decisions. No, no, of course. I'm just saying that I guess it's nowhere near her interest to even yeah, breathe the same air as him. I agree. But, yeah. They're obviously gonna... <laughs> yeah. Well, she apologizes because she also reinforced Papa's demands. So if... <laughs> and it looks like he will go and apologize or attempt to apologize to Jake and Gemma. And if that's all it takes for him and Lene to, you know, start filling each other out, then you know, dating or whatever, she better not get in no type of trouble because we've only saw child services come around once. So mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on with that situation, but, you know, if she gets caught up in Bakari's stuff, you know, mm-hmm. that's it for Exactly. Her. That's it. Like you said, that's it, Deb, so. Like, he be holding guns and stuff if she now decides she wants to play Captain Zero, like, and be holding stuff for him. It's going to go really left really quickly. Hmm. I don't know what to do. Was there anything in the preview about that? Well, yeah. It's it's Jake and Papa arguing, but nothing about Lene. Yeah. But okay. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else are are we missing here? Um, did we go deep into Victor and Fatima because he he gave her her, her card? And that's who he truly wanted to be with. Um, mm-hmm. Two episodes left. What do you guys think is going to... First of all, we got to get... They got to get into this this councilman thing. I mean, I hope they get that figured out by the end of the season. Whether or not, you know, Victor wins... Um, whatever this thing is. The councilman run. Like, what do, what do you think is going to happen between him and Fatima? Because he doesn't want to come out yet and she's pretty much forcing him to make it official uh mm. what do you think will be the end result mm. Mm. I, I i don't think that actually you know what knowing this shy the way i know it i think ah oh man that's kind of hard man because she really wants him to come out and she's telling him nothing's official until he does I don't know. That can go. That can go either way. I don't think he knows what to come out as. Like I think that's what might be the main issue. I think it'd be different if she, if he had like a. Well, the same know. way they're trying to pretend that Tiara is his girl, right, or or mm. um, his wife to be, he can easily just pop up at one of his next speaking engagements and say, "Hey, listen, I'm I'm." I'm proudly in a relationship with Fatima and um, not that it matters to you guys or it should be any of your business, but she is a transgender and I am happy and in this relationship with her. He can come out as, I don't know what that would be coming out as, but he can say that, you know what I mean? But wouldn't that make him look dishonest? Yeah. And Okay. So do, I guess, I guess because she's not around anymore, it's who knows who knows but like so does that mean people don't know he was with Imani because I think this isn't the first transgender woman he's been with. So right so I no think- people don't know that people don't know that he was with Imani like the people who's like the people whose houses he went around and shaking hands when he was doing that with Shad those people yeah. wouldn't wouldn't know him they didn't know him before this so they don't they, they, right. they had no recollection of his past you know what I mean and of course they <laughs> 
they created this this pers personality for him. They got his record expunged. So nothing about his past, it has come to light. And anything that mm -hmm. was negative about it has been expunged thanks to uh, Rosalind and Duda. Okay. So, um, right. yeah, I mean, you, Ruth, you said that would, that would make him look dishonest. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, it would make his past be dishonest. But going forward, it may make him look a, a little bit better because now he has, you know, the guts to actually come out and say, what you knew about me in the past, that wasn't me. This is the real me. You know what I mean? But I feel like why does his choice His sexual preference matter in his yeah, his run for councilman? Really That's what I don't understand. I truly don't understand that. Like it irritates me because I feel like okay, we can say when somebody says this is who I am, it's like why is that who you are? Who cares? So many it's nobody's business. Yeah. I, I, like how is that gonna influence whether he's Unfortunately, I feel like for a certain like bracket of people or like a certain demographic, it does unfortunately for them define him. Like I think they see your family structure as you. Like so, you could have so many other aspects to you, mm -hmm. but who you love and the kids you have and that kind of thing is all they see of you um, as how relatable you are. And I think that's the thing. I think for them, they see it as lifestyle and. Do you know what I mean? So I think it is, it's unfortunate because it shouldn't matter, but I think to a lot of people it does because they care who he's going home to and how similar it is to how they live their life. Mm -hmm. I, I see what you're saying, Debs, but like Ruth, I'm just lost in why people care. Like what that man does behind closed doors is his own business. As long as he's like, not having... Think about it from the church perspective. Here. Like, so trying to get the churches, but look at it this way. If you have somebody who, this is me just kind of just having a conversation out loud, I guess, trying to make sense of it. But I guess it's like, imagine, you know, like getting the vote from the old church members and whatever. And then you find out that, okay, he's dating like a transgender, you know, woman. And to them, they're like, how do I know you're not going to push this agenda that we don't agree with? Because that is, if it's a, you know, his lifestyle and something he likes, you know, if he's, he ha he has influence over certain decisions, like let's say schools or, you know, like they have things now where they actually teach kids about yeah. certain things in schools. And if he has an input yeah. or a say and they don't agree, it's like, well, that's who you elected as your councilman. So then you can't complain later on when these agendas are being pushed in certain things. So people want to vote for what they think is the ideal yeah yeah no. so to a certain degree unfortunately that comes who you're sleeping with falls under the umbrella yeah. sadly yeah exactly. but you know when i you know but thinking of it just generically i'm just like why does it matter yeah definitely. they're just there to do a job but i guess everything that person stands for and who they are is part of the job actually yeah i think it's things like that have now unfortunately been added to people's politics um, and yeah, I think it kind of goes back to my point of how, like, you want to, I guess you consider, like, your local, like, politician to be your spokesperson. So you want them to be as similar to your ideals as possible. Yeah. Um, and represent your 
feelings and emotions and values as much as possible so it's hard to have someone who differs from you representing you because like obviously like politicians should be able to be like okay i've heard my constituency i've heard my people and i can tell you what the people want but a lot of people don't really have faith in that so they feel like they need to be the same as them and it's not necessarily the case a good politician should be able to listen to the people around them and just say look this is what people want Mm -hmm. but they they just don't feel like they'll do that they'll just push what they believe so they feel like they need to have someone who is the same i guess we'll see right do you think Mm -hmm. ultimately i don't think he'll come out as as i i think he'll let that relationship fall by the wayside unfortunately because I think that he thinks that his uh, run for councilman may be more important. Just by the way he treated Jake when he found out that he that Jake got Gemma pregnant, like this is truly something, you know, Victor wants to transform himself into. I feel like he mm. may want to Maybe get after seeing Shard and Tierra, that might sway his thinking. What do you think, maybe? After seeing what, what, what part of Shard and... Um, yeah, like the fact that they are obviously doing whatever they're doing, you know, maybe that might influence his decision to to pick Fatima. Mm. So cool for the wind. Mm-hmm. I see. We don't know, but shit. Well, we only got two episodes left, so mm. we will see. We will see. And like I said, do that returns. Uh, Kevin's mom thinks he's selling dope. Mm-hmm. Papa confronts Jake, so um, we'll Papa see. Papa confronts Jake, or Jake confronts Papa. Both, both, because Papa was saying to him, "You weren't there for me. Kevin wasn't there for me. Nobody was there for me. Pretty much, mm-hmm. I guess he's gonna say, uh, you know, uh, Bakari was the only person there for him, and that's why he's allowing him to stay with him." Question: There for him doing what? <laughs> Say that again one more time, Devs. There for him doing what? Like Oh, I don't know. Yeah. What what there for what? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what Papa was saying that for? But that's what they showed us in the preview. Um, I, I guess, guess because Jake had his own thing going on, right? And yeah. then yeah. Papa's got his own I'm sorry, Kevin's got his own thing going on. So they don't yeah. have time for Papa. So maybe that's what he's talking about. Yeah, and the fact that he didn't even know Jemma was pregnant shows how out of the loop he really is. So. But I mm-hmm. think it, the conversation that like I guess Kevin and Jake, Jake had wasn't even like the most natural chat where it's just like, ooh, boy, I got my girl pregnant. Mm-hmm. It was like a... Yeah, but that's something Papa would have known. Like, Papa was a sensible friend. No, I know, so but I, I think it like... seemed like a real last, like, I can't speak to my brother. I have to speak to this person. But they're yeah, all but disjointed. Do you know what I mean? It would be different if they were doing double dates. Yeah, but think about it. He got kevin's ex-girlfriend pregnant so you'd think that you'd go for you'd go yeah. for the other one so i think it's not even about the, like, i don't think kevin um, papa's really thinking that deeply into the pro- thought process it's just mm. the fact that i'm left out Everybody yeah, seems yeah. To be doing i don't hear it i'm just yeah i just don't think that they're it they're that tight-knit like do you know what i mean i think it'd be different if it was that thing where it's just like the friendship groups turned into oh my two boys have girls now and they're leaving me out because i'm the single one mm-hmm. but it's like Papa had Maisha before as well. Do you know what I mean? It's not like he's this one loser that's never dated. I think they've all kind of just gone in their own directions. And I definitely get that. Like, his feelings are still valid. Like, he feels like he's been left behind because everyone's kind of 
dealing with their own things. But mm-hmm. I think that sort of leaves the empathy aspect out because they've not been dealing with fun things. Like I said, it's different if they've been just occupied with their girlfriends. But yeah, when you feel how you feel, irrespective of what's happening, so I get it. But he's not thinking that deeply. He's thinking, yeah. I feel alone. Yeah, everybody's always got shit going on, so that's kind of you know. Yeah, what I mean? and maybe we've just not seen enough of Papa's shit. But it seems like Maisha breaking up with him is the biggest issue he's ever had. Like, Papa seems like he's always been the one that's come from the really wholesome, good home, mm. and he's not really ever had any problems except for girls not liking him, and then Maisha breaking up with him. Mm. Well, we'll see. We covered everything, right? Did you ladies want to add anything? No. What are your predictions for these last two episodes? I, I don't none. even know. I feel like I have none. I don't even know where to go. <laughs> That's the thing. I feel like a lot of the storylines are kind of in. It's like it's almost like you have two episodes. How we? I feel like we do this all the time. How would they How close up like... everything? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel they like have to the... dedicate these last two episodes to literally sealing up everything. Don't introduce anything new. Because this tiara and shot thing is new. They shouldn't have done mm-hmm. that. They got to close up everything. Yeah. Mm. I don't even know what there is to close up. Because I think, obviously, Gemma's unfortunately miscarried. So that's done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even really know where we are with this whole election thing. Like, I feel like there's been a focus on it, but not enough focus on the active part of it. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't feel like we feel in the middle of an election. We just are watching Victor just try and, like, sterilize his family or whatever. Like, I don't know. Like, kind of keep a clean sheet over everything. Uh But it's not like we've seen any, like, debates or anything. We saw that one press conference or whatever. Um, Their mum's already left. Like, I don't know. I don't really know where we are with any of these storylines, to be honest. I don't feel like anything's currently hanging. Well, um, Emmett, Keisha, and... um... Tiffany, that's kind of still open because Tiffany's got to get over it. She's got to let that go. Um, yeah. I don't think her and Rob's relationship, it's not in question, but it kind of is in question because do you really want Rob or were you only getting with Rob to make Emmett jealous? You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Mm. Tiff could definitely end this season alone. But I think <laughs> alone is even kind of tricky because she lives with Batman. Like, so is she mm-hmm. going to be in her mama's house that she does, like, she's always fighting with? Is she going to just show up to Emma's door and be like, look, I'm homeless? Mm, like, hell no. Get out. <laughs> no, no I, I want to believe she's putting money aside to get her own place. I don't believe so at all. <laughs> well, she does sell weed, right? So, and she, 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 she keeps talking about meeting the, uh, the plug. So you got to be making some type of money. You, you, you got to be doing something. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I don't think she's paying rent, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess how long she been selling that weed that once she decided she wanted to break up with Emma, she was sofa surfing, essentially. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just don't mm-hmm. believe she's doing more now that she lives with Rob than she was doing before. And I know she don't think she's lived with Rob for all that long. Like, I know it's been months because we've seen mm-hmm. Christmas end valentine's so mm-hmm. it's been at least like four or five months fine mm-hmm. but i just don't think she's got a nest egg like i think if this was to go left with rob she'd be carrying her stuff in the suitcase again so, yeah. Black, black. <laughs> black. <laughs> yeah so 
I think for, just for her living situation, I hope her and Rob don't break up. Just because it's just like, will she go and lay her head again? Yeah, but I want to believe she's saving. It's ridiculous. What, what's she doing so. with the money? Spending on those big jackets. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> um. So look, we didn't see Christian. Remember when we first started, we were like, will we see Christian, right? Really? That's a definite no. Definitely yeah. we won't see him. We didn't see, we did, We haven't seen um, Suede since uh, Jada broke up with him. And we only saw Dom for one episode. Plot twist, Suede crashes the wedding. But I feel like that'll, that'll, there's too He's little time for that. Major. But still, I feel like if we were deeper in, Suede would crash the wedding. <clears throat> That'd be a major plot twist. <laughs> I don't think so. It's not worth it. It's not, but I'm I'm genuinely just trying to think where we can plot twist here. Plot twist: Tiffany finds Christian. <laughs> no, what? But I don't. I don't think it'll make a difference. Like Tiffany finds Christian, and she's Christian. like, "Listen, you got with my my man, my ex. I'm gonna get with yours." I don't think she would care. She'd like, say, she "But." Yeah, I don't think Christian will come back. She'll be like, oh, that's nice. We should go on double dates. <laughs> right, right, right. She right. would not care. Um, she'd be like, in fact, you know what? That's probably the nicest man you've ever dated. I'm happy for you, sis. Nice. Christian was basically a suede. Like, he was just somebody that they... There for the know. moment. Yeah, just to... Yeah. Build her up. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I'm genuinely trying to think of a plot twist. I think... Again, I feel like Tiff's been with Rob for too long for it to be a plot twist of her being pregnant again with Emma. I think, but yeah, I mean, she's been with Rob for too long. If she was to have a baby now, it would probably be Rob's. We got to um, see the old, old heads. Like, Duda and Q have to kill somebody or at least smack somebody. Like, we need to see that again. <laughs> well, somebody's going to die, one of them. Mm. It's going to be Duda. Um, Duda, no, not it's going to be Duda. Duda's gonna wind up killing Q because Q is he he he's messing up a lot of things. Like they didn't follow it up in in in, in the episodes the way they should have. But the way um, Tracy was talking to Duda, she almost made him feel less than a man when she said to him some of the things she was saying about how Q is running things. Yeah. So he might just do that so he can redeem himself in her eyes. Yeah, yeah. Mm. See, Jake seems to have not obviously not calmed down, but I think in terms of like the anger, because I was going to say the only thing I could think of is like Jake trying to kill. Um, nah, I can't get that to him. Jake not Jake, Jake not a killer. I, I'm not getting them vibes at no, all. But I remember yeah. he said like if anything is he might do something. Not to Bukhari, but the fact that he's like, I feel things too. He mm -hmm. has to release his emotions because Gemma is not the one receiving them. So mm -hmm. he's going to have to deal with his emotions in one way or another. He's, and they have he'll probably him. swing on Papa as well because him yeah, and Papa like are going to get into an argument. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. As his healing process. So. Yeah. 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 Um, so that is it for this episode. Thank you, Debs. Thank you, Ruth. I'll talk to you ladies next week. See you later. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to the Limitless Experience with Eric. Spread love. Peace out.